Welcome to the Free Sermon Podcast of the Potter's House Church in Virginia Beach, affiliated with Christian Fellowship Ministries. Our vision is winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. It's PC Thursday, which means buckle up. You're about to hear a message from our church's leader, Pastor Joe Campbell from Chandler, Arizona. Pastor Campbell's ministry has convicted and inspired thousands of disciples during the 40-year span of his preaching ministry. And his preaching never disappoints. Keep in mind that this free version only includes a short preview of this message. To listen to the full version, use the links in the show notes to subscribe via Apple Podcasts or Supercast.tech. Every dollar goes to supporting world evangelism. Enjoy today's PC Thursday. If you have your Bible tonight, Luke chapter 3, when I was a boy, uh, we had a huge garden. Uh, This wasn't, uh, you know, for decoration. Uh, This wasn't, uh, you know, because my parents, you know, just needed a little exercise. Uh, But it was survival. My mom would can. I can remember four, five, six hundred quarts, green beans, corn, beets, everything imaginable, huge crocs of uh, pickles. uh, And uh, part of my responsibility, especially in the spring of the year, my dad would plow, and then even as things began to grow, was to pull weeds. And uh, I can hear my dad saying, Son, be sure and get the roots. He understood a simple principle that if you did not get the root, it would grow back, it would return, and much of your labor would be lost. This is also true spiritually this evening. Their roots that have taken up residence in your heart, in your flesh, if these are not cut off and dug out, fruitfulness will be lost. Perhaps destiny, barrenness, your effectiveness for God will be harshly hindered unless this transpires. In our text, we're going to read about John the Baptist, and he's preparing the way of the Lord. If we're going to prepare the way of the Lord in our own hearts and in the nations of our generation, the axe must be put to the root. I want to preach tonight on the axe to the root. Luke chapter 3, verse number 4. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Every valley shall be filled, every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, the rough ways smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Then he said to the multitudes that came out to be baptized by him, Brood of vipers who warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance. Do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which does not bear good fruit, is cut down and thrown into the fire. Father, tonight we come by the blood of Jesus Christ. 
God, I pray that in this place tonight, God, your anointing and your word of truth, uh, conviction would go forth. God, I pray, prepare these people. Peel away flesh, God. Touch their hearts, God. Uh, Set a stage, God, a climate for this week, God, that lives would be eternally changed, that disciples would have an edge, that pastors, God, would have a dimension that would cut through and prepare a highway for you, God, even to this generation. All you do in this place tonight, God, I give you glory. These are your people, God. All of this is a work of your hand, and I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight we need a revelation perhaps of the root. The root is the source. It's the conception. It's the origin or the beginning of what it's going to produce or bear. It has incredible influence. It determines the nature of the thing. This is true for good. This is true for evil. Life and death rests very much in the seeds, the roots that are allowed uh, to take up residence in your heart and in your personality. We have a term, if you've ever dealt with roses, it talks about rootstock. And what this is, is some roses have these incredible roots. Um, uh, They're vibrant. They have ability to take in nourishment. Um, uh, They're they're just, they call them rootstock, and they'll graft um, other roses to these um, of various kinds um, using this rootstock because they understand that if this root system is healthy and vibrant, um, it's going to produce an abundance um, of roses and etc. Jesus taught him the gospel about the, the seed uh, into the human heart. Mark 4 verse 5 Some fell on stony ground where it did not have much earth, and immediately it sprang up. But because it had no depth of earth, um, but when the sun was up it was scorched, because it had no root, uh, it withered away. In other words, you're here tonight. God may want to do something this week through the preaching of His Word and the gospel of Jesus Christ, but you have these hard places in your heart. You have these areas that resist what God wants to do. It may be because of rebellion. It may be because of your own agenda, your carnality. We could go on and on. But the seed is good. But because of your heart, fruitfulness is hindered. Your impact for God is limited. And eventually the ministry suffers. See, the demonic is a master at planting a root in your soul or in your mind. Isaiah 14, 29. For out of the serpent's roots will come forth a viper, and its offspring will be a fiery serpent. The living Bible says, from the snake will be born an adder, a fiery serpent, to destroy you. So much of the demonic activity, and we'll talk about that um, a little later, is uh, to sow things, uh, roots, uh, into your personality that later the demonic world understands is going to bring a harvest. Matthew 13, 24, Jesus talks about the wheat and the tares. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. 
But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went away. Here again, uh, Jesus is talking about this strategy. The good seed has been planted. This is true of most, if not all of you here. You're saved. You're born again. God has laid hold of you, moved upon you. Your pastor's invested. Our fellowship is invested. People have loved you, cared for you. Things have been sowed in you that have the ability in time to bring forth glorious fruit unto God. There are those here tonight that in you may be even still in seed or root form is a nation being birthed a city who knows a race of people that's there but at the same time the demonic has sowed a counter seed Bible calls it a tear you desire to do something for God you are doing something for God futures bright your hearts filled with purpose and destiny You have a good spirit. You go anywhere, do anything for God, but at the same time, there's these demonic roots, uh, Deuteronomy 29, 18, uh, that there may not be a root among you bearing bitterness or wormwood, a poisonous root bearing gall. In other words, uh, you must understand tonight that in every heart here, there are both these potentials um, and very much what you're going to do for God in destiny is linked to somewhere you're going to have to address the issue of these ungodly seeds that have been planted in your heart. These roots are going to have to be dug out and cut out because they will bring a harvest that will combat and conflict with that which God is trying to accomplish. Hebrews twelve fifteen. looking carefully, least any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. Paul writes to Timothy and talks about another root of covetousness. 1 Timothy 6, 10, the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness, pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Some of these were sown even before you were saved. Others even while you're being saved. But the problem is these demonic strategies, when they're in root form, are not easily detected. The timing they're sown in. In our one of our scriptures it said, While men slap, the enemy came and sowed tares. In other words, these many times part of the success of these bad roots is they're sown when you're not even aware of it. You're not attentive to it. Your, your alarms aren't going off. You're not aware that this is happening because in its root form it doesn't seem to be lethal. Uh, The fruit is not yet exposed. um, And so this is a strategy. You're not spiritually alert. You're not expecting this to be happening. Time when you're diverted. You're involved in other things. Someone comes and drops a word in you. A thought comes into your mind. Someone says something. You embrace a mentality, doesn't seem that lethal or deadly, but in time, 
Hebrews 12, 15, it said, By this many become defiled. 1 Timothy 6, 10, Out of this root comes all kinds of evil, pierce themselves through with many sorrows, many defiled, many sorrows. Um, and the problem is, um, is in its entrance, it's not detected. I was in England some time ago, and um, as I was there, and the whole thing of 7-7, you know, when they, they had all of their, these uh, suicide bombers, and, and uh, I'm listening to all of this, I'm reading it in the press, um, and uh, these people um, were homegrown terrorists. And what had happened is, uh, here was a nation that had opened its arms to needy immigrants, uh, and they flooded into the nation, and now in London, there's parts of London uh, where the Muslims have taken over the precincts, the stores, the schools, uh, uh, the neighborhoods. Um, politically, they're in control, the mosque. And uh, what had happened is right in their backyard, uh, they had homegrown these terrorists. One of the things that makes suicide bombers so effective uh, is they appear innocent many times. It's a young girl. It's a pregnant mother. It's a child with a smile. They do not appear threatening, and they slip through the security and your defenses. This is true tonight, and I'm going to address this in a moment. Um, these demonic roots many times... In conception, they do not appear deadly. Um, they do not, uh, you can't see um, in the initial stages, um, they slip through the radar. And before you know it, um, this thing is at work in your spirit. Um, and then down the road. Because the ultimate aim of this route um, is destruction or to create a barrenness um, in your soul and in your ministry, where you, even though you may have the outer garments of discipleship, you may even have the call of God, we could stand you up here this week and launch you to a city. But there's that absence somewhere along the way. This root um, has dulled your anointing. Um, uh, somewhere along the way, this root has begun to mingle and stunt um, what God wants to do. And so you're there on the field. Um, you're barren. Um, and an effective strategy over time is crippling your effectiveness for God. And that's what I'm after tonight. You allow it to grow, and it strangles. Jesus said, Mark 4, 7, Some seed fell among the thorns. The thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. Malachi three eleven. I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. You see, God expects you and I to be fruitful. God is not satisfied, pastor or congregation, with you eternally sitting there with your dirty dozen. He loves you, but His aim and His nature is fruitfulness. And if you're not seeing that, you need to ask yourself why this week. Because it's a slow process. Over time, you lose vitality. 
that spiritual passion and desire, that vision that burned bright, that faith um, uh, that was, was vibrant and explosive that said we can take this city, we can move in this neighborhood, that faith that couldn't wait to hit the streets, um, that faith that prayed in the prayer room and pulled God down and broke demonic powers and expected God to move in that service begins to slip away and begins to be dulled. Eventually you're drained and you begin to question your ministry and your calling. Thanks again for listening to the free version of the VBPH Sermon Podcast, where we post sermons on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. We also have a premium version of this podcast, which posts sermons and interviews every single day of the week. So why would you want to subscribe? I'm glad you asked. I have five reasons for you. Number one, on the premium version, we post full versions of Testimony Tuesday, Pastor Campbell Thursday, and Study Day Saturday. If you'd like to hear those episodes, then subscribe now. Reason number two, uninterrupted listening. We remove all ads and all extraneous content from our premium feed. Reason number three, premium episodes always release six hours earlier than the free version. If you're an early bird, it's a great reason to subscribe. Number four, our subscribers will gain access to our sermon chat group on WhatsApp where we interact directly with listeners around the globe. If you'd like to chat with other premium subscribers, subscribe today. And finally, every dollar we raise goes to world evangelism. This is the best reason to subscribe because you are helping us launch churches all around the world. We don't put one dime in our pockets. Everything that we raise from this podcast will go directly to Thursday night of Chandler Conference. So please subscribe today by using the links in the show notes below. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the sermon podcast of the Virginia Beach Potter's House Church. Were you blessed by today's message? Let us know. Please leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or on Podchaser. We'll be back next time with another life-changing word from heaven. God bless. God bless.